to Alphabet Flight and Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today in this post-300 episodes world, <laughs> Rob. Hello, Jesse. I, it feels different in here. It feels a little more mature. Uh, there's a, you know, you haven't made a joke about, uh, uh, about your giant size man thing in at least an hour. Well, I definitely, I definitely passed the point where I 100% had to cut out at least two minutes of me and my guest laughing at the fact that Quasar was welcomed in your anus with open arms. (laughs) (laughs) I will never stop laughing at Uranus jokes. I think I just <laughs> well, love the thing is, they, I will only laugh at them with their phrase a certain way. Uh. And every single sentence in the Quasar episode that had Uranus <laughs> in it, I'm just like, oh my god, this is this is like the tagline to something. But we're not talking we're not talking about being welcomed in Uranus with open arms. We're talking about Red Wolf. Red Wolf. That's a yes. that's a clothing brand, right? They make uh, jackets with tassels. Uh, I mean, maybe at this time <laughs> time period they did. I'm just gonna say, uh, as a person who has not read a lot of Red Wolf, Red 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 Wolf, Red Wolf. Yes, that's Red Wolf, which is the oh, um, a Red Woes. How romantic! <laughs> see, uh, my speech impediment decided to come in at the wrong time. <laughs> 300 episodes in. <laughs> Jesse can't talk. Like, I have had a especially long time before I could not say ours. So, oh, well, that'll happen. Yeah. Oh. But, um, but yeah, so do you, what do you know about Red Wolf? Um, I believe he's a Native American character. He, um, I thought that he was back in the day with like Kid Colt and that kind of thing. So is this a modern version of uh, Red Wolf? Or was Maybe. there no previous version, and I'm wrong on that? We, he got it. Okay. There's, there's two. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Don't know his powers. They're probably because it's a 70s Marvel. Uh, was he in the 70s? Uh, let me check real quick. Yeah. Because that's going to make a difference. Because if he's... Either way, he's going to be noble. That's that's a given. So Okay. So, he's going to... Okay. At 70. It's 70. Yes. Okay, so it's 70. So, yeah, he's going to be noble. He's going to have some kind of talisman-type powers, I'm guessing, or he gets it from some spirits or something like that, because that's the only way white dudes could write this stuff. Okay, so I'm going to surprise you. Oh. No uh, powers. No powers at all. So he no is- powers. Oh, is he just like Kid Colt's like, buddy? I don't know if he's a Tonto, but we'll get to that. You mean a stupid person? A stupid? Oh, sorry. The- no, 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 no. But no, Johnny Depp. <laughs> sorry. A lot of flashbacks <laughs> of uh, my mom calling me Tonto. Okay. It's stupid in Spanish. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> El Tonto. Well, okay. Well, I if I uh, maintained any of my Spanish <laughs> that I knew for five years, so the five-year-old understanding of Spanish, um, I would have known. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. They, it, they, I forget what his name is in Spanish countries, but they don't call him that because it means stupid. <laughs> so I will put a uh, a very brief disclaimer okay. beforehand. Um, so far, out of the five Native American characters, I think we're talking about at least in 
fairly modern. By modern, I mean like after the 50s. Yeah. Comics. So far, all the Native Americans created after that have actually been at least on the side of trying to be respectful. It's good. So like American Eagle, like American Eagle, one of the first episodes I did, um, he's, (laughs) he does not, he has powers, but it's because he got some, he got the good old fashioned way. Oh, nice. Uranium ores. Nice. Okay. Um, With the claw, the claw shot some uranium ore and then it's just like, got him all weird. Um, Mirage has been fairly treated well, except for parts of the demon bear saga. Yeah. Yeah. But the Which art, they, who cares? The art is so amazing. Yeah. Um, Forge is... Okay, Forge really is problematic. Good. No. Forge is problematic. Because he has that whole shaman thing. Uh, uh, yeah, it is, but I really like Forge. I do. I love Forge, too, because... <laughs> it's problematic. His it costume, is problematic. hold on, his classic yellow and blue costume is the best, because he has boots, and then... In his unitard or uni- whatever one piece, uh, one leg is completely covered, while his robot leg he's cut it off into short shorts just to show well, that he's got well, a robot leg. So, so well, well, Why? well. Later, later on, later on, yeah. he just has short shorts. So <laughs> there you, you know, go, there you go. You get both gams, the robot <laughs> and, and the the grade A piece of beef. <laughs> I'd love. There is one panel of Forge from a. Like Jim Lee, it was right after they split the teams up and everything, and Jim Lee was doing um, X Men. And uh, there's like a panel of him in a weird control center in uh, Xavier's mansion, and it's like my favorite, one of my favorite pieces of art. I love it. Okay, so you want to hear like a just quick confession? Mm-hmm. Whenever I think of like old Marvel, like you know when Jack when Jack and and Stan was writing everything, yeah. For whatever reason, I always just, I always just like, I make a celebrity couple name of Jack Lee. <laughs> and at a moment, I'm just like, no, they didn't do that. Jim Lee, and was that Jack Lee or was that a, a short was a J- Jim Lee? <laughs> no, I'm just, part of me was just like, I'm pretty sure you're wrong on that. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do like. On the Marvel bullpen, they always used to have to say Jim Lee, no relation to Stan. <laughs> I was like, sure. Well, I mean, I well, first it. off, I mean, his real name is Stanley Lieber. I know. No, it's <laughs> it's yeah, Stanley Lieber. It's uh, did they Lieber Lieber? No, it was just Lieber. Yeah, it's Lieber. Because I remember I, his apparently brother. I wanted his last name to be even more Jewish somehow. <laughs> his brother, uh. his brother kept the uh, original name, which I thought was pretty pretty cool. But but like I will say like they at least tried to be somewhat respectful like yeah that's good like uh, it's not necessarily my lane or so but I can at least recognize when someone's doing trying to do a stereotype well I think that is one thing about the Marvel a lot of the writers in the seventies and eighties is that they were trying well, and the best so, they could <laughs> they just well, weren't great at it at times but it's like very they tried it's, it, it's very um. White liberal. They thought they were doing the right thing. And instead it was like, oh, we've got leprechauns haunting Banshee's castle. 
It's very strange. Uh, you can make fun of Irish people. It's okay. <laughs> oh, okay, good. They're one of the whitest of the whites. Uh, they just weren't considered white until the seventies. Potato eating <laughs> bastards. Uh. <laughs> when I can't stop, when I can't make fun of Irish people, the PC culture's gone too wrong. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> this liberal agenda will not stand, Jesse. That's gonna. That's gonna be. That's gonna be what I'm. That what I'm against. Be like, what you're treat, treating Irish people as an actual culture. <laughs> but 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 like, it's not necessarily my lane. But I I can tell when they're at least trying to be somewhat respectful. Yeah yeah, and and um, it's more the one shot villains and stuff where it goes off the rails. But uh, yeah, or, or you could be trying really 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 hard. Like you're the hardest you can possibly try, and still somehow make one of the more racist stories ever i'm oh, looking whoa. at you steve burns yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right those uh, jewish and black people being mad at white people is just as bad yeah that's uh, that was not a good story at least at least it wasn't hitler incarnate but the, his hate monger hate monger was yeah but at least that was like Okay, pa- more power for trying that. I mean, you're gonna have. Hitler I mean, you could have been a little bit more subtle. Purple clan robes, really. <laughs> There's but, nothing subtle about Kirby in the seventies. But um, but yeah, let's talk about Red Wolf. Red Wolf. Um, so do you want to see his outfit? Yeah, yeah. I, I oh, wait, wait. I'm gonna guess though. Oh okay. no, never mind. I already saw it. Okay, never mind. Well, I mean, if you guess like, oh somewhat yeah, certain- I totally recognize this guy from this book. <laughs> From the yeah. yeah, he's got a yellow uh, like buckskin pants with a frill down the side. He's got a red loincloth on top of the pants, which is not needed, really n- unnecessary. Well, if anything, it's just bringing more attention down to his crotch. Well, maybe that's why he has it. Oh, maybe it's just like, hey, I know I have ripped abs, but have you seen? What have you stay? seen this? This loincloth <laughs> goes to the knees, people. What is, you know what that means? Um, he's shirtless, which is a bold choice. Very bold you know, choice. You know what? I'm going to say, yeah. whoever drew him knows how to draw lean muscle really well. I, I agree. and I, It's not It's not always a trait that some comic book uh, comic book artist has. I miss that because I always um, prefer. I don't like it when everyone's too bulked up. Um, and yeah, because where late 80s, early 90s, when I started reading comics, there were a lot more lean characters. Like Cyclops was still kind of slim. You know, and now he's as buff as everyone else. You get out, you got in at the late eighties before everyone got too muscular. Yeah, before like everyone suddenly Liefeld came out and it was like boom, 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 muscles on top of muscles. So, and- so I'm I'm listening. So I'm listening to J.M. Miles explain the X Men. Basically, though, they were kind of going through some of the you know literally ninety, like nineteen ninety when. Uh, Liefeld came in, mm-hmm. but like he was only really around for like a year and a half. Yeah, he, he, Jim, I, I bought the first comic he did for Marvel. We had done a DC thing, a Hawk and Dove thing before that, but uh, yeah, he got famous like immediately. And and like, and that was right before, and and like, I think it was like 92, 93 when Image was created. Yeah, he was in Marvel for like two years, maybe. Yeah, and, and then but the thing skipped is, right is, like, out. Him, him, and Jim Lee, and it was another person, McFarlane. It, McFarlane, yeah, like right before they jumped off board and did uh, Image, like they pretty much just defined the '90s, which is, yeah. 
I mean, I wish it was someone else defining the 90s, <laughs> but at the same time, good on them. They, they, they did a lot of work in a short time and managed to basically make everything look like them. Yeah, yeah, make no. Make an entire house style, and I can applaud that. I mean, Image was entirely, for a long time, clones of them until they started getting, until about 1999, 2000. Like, then they started getting interesting artists and stuff. And then Image became one of the better comic book uh, yeah. Book companies that consistently puts out really great stuff yeah and tries different things and they work and <laughs> things aren't supposed to work like that but i'm so sorry we're not talking about red wolf um, i'm gonna just make oh, a, just he appears <laughs> he appears in saga though right <laughs> no <laughs> no he's not in the background in an issue okay all right no no no, no, no all right but, so the no, last thing talk- about red wolf though that we have to talk about what he wears is he's wearing a giant red wolf head on his head that's yeah, he is. He he. Yes, and it's it acts almost like a like a hood visor. Yeah, well. it also yeah comes out a little bit. It's got like a a a bill made out of the snout of the wolf. And wait, 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 would it be great if it was actually a fox head? It's <laughs> <laughs> like no, my name is Red Wolf. This is my fox hat. Why are you being so racist? It's an Irish. It's an Irish setter. It's like no, guys. Seriously, this is a wolf. It's Red Wolf. Call me Red Wolf from now on. He's got no. He has no powers, so he had to convince them that he was awesome in but, some way. But uh, so, so last last thing I need need to say though, I like when combo characters are drawn more lean. Oh yeah, I think John Byrne did a lot of the art for the handbook, and or everyone kind of leaned into that style. And I'm not a big john byrne writer or i don't even love his comics that much but he's really good at anatomy john byrne did the oh did he just do the, did covers? the covers and bat he did covers oh he just did the covers the big collages no no so okay. it's elliot so i've said this i've already said huh. this a couple times i need to say it more but it's elliot r brown see i've learned something again thank you and, elliot and r. joseph brown. and joseph rubenstein oh well he so, was he was a huge inker right yeah, yeah, no, he's an inker, yeah. but the illustrator, so pencils and yeah, I don't know that guy. So pencils, so pencils and inks, and I gotta say, they do a really good job with keeping things very consistent while also being uh, diverse and interesting. Yeah, the only times, the only times it's not them, you can very much tell. Mm-hmm. Like whenever it's any Frank Miller character, they just put the Frank Miller, yeah, yeah, drawing in there. Yeah, I and remember they do the, that for the bullseye was his bullseye and yeah yeah in electra and electra says i daredevil is not his but like all this frank miller stuff frank miller stuff and they're very distinct characters yeah that are distinctly that one character i mean uh artists character at least at this time they put in that style but i do <laughs> gotta say they do a really good job with with the inks and the in the just the pencils in this yeah and the colorist is also very good who i also need to because people don't shout out the Shout out the inkers or the uh, colorists, even though they're very important. Yeah. It's uh, Andy Yukus. Mm. Wow. Good on you. I've probably looked at these guys' art more than anything because I had these as a kid and uh, I just poured through them constantly. I got to say, honestly, I like the the technical art in here. A little bit more than I like the art in, in some of the comics for some of these characters. Oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. But Red Wolf looks really good, so we'll just 
Well, if we don't talk about werewolf accessorization, I'm going to feel really put out, okay? Because he's got a lot of accessories going on other than just the werewolf, but I need to get past the hat. He has he has multiple bands. So multiple of course he has a bands. Band. He's got two wrist prob- bands, one each wrist. And one on the bicep, which I'm just like, What's you that know, for? Un- unneeded. Yeah. But you know what? It brings attention to your biceps, well, here, which look very nice, sir. But they, they, they are fine biceps. But, you know, if you do, you always have to keep your bicep kind of clenched so that they can stay on. Because if you relax, is it going to just slip right off? Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to, I don't need to no prize this, but I'm going to no prize it. Um, <laughs> so if it's leather, leather doesn't have, well, leather doesn't have a lot of flex to That's it. what I'm saying. So it can't be leather because those wristbands are probably leather. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Um, but, but see, like if you have a little bit of electis- ele- electis- elasticity. Electis- Why am I trying to say electric and elastic at the same <laughs> it's time? It's electric. <laughs> elasticity. Yep. There it is. Um, if So you have to have something like I'm going to guess it's probably like a uh, it's probably like a faux leather. That, uh, <laughs> I don't think they had pleather back in the uh, 19th century. Well, this is well. This is technically we'll get, we have to talk right, about yeah, it. Who, okay, who are you, Red Wolf? Who? Like, really, all, really, all you know is to be like, yes, I would crush on this guy if he was in real life. <laughs> uh, so his name is Will Tra- uh, Tall Trees. Tall Trees. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's a former soldier, former construction worker, and now professional. Adventurer. All right. AKA homeless <laughs> and without a job. <laughs> hey, can I crash into your couch next week? Um, I'm kind of in between adventuring gigs. Okay. Again, this is another tangent, but one of my f- more uh, interesting takes on superhero, superheroing and comics is I didn't think about adventures being like a paid gig mm-hmm. until. Wolverine joined it sometime in the 2000s. And uh, a big plot point in his book was just like, hey, I'm getting paid an actual living wage. In fact, I'm getting paid for my job the the amount that I should get for my job. Yeah, yeah. No, Spider-Man, they had the same thing uh, when he joined. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, of course. Like, it's backed by multiple billionaires. Mm -hmm. And... They have to be full time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, it's on and, call job. It's an on call job. And it's just like, of course it would be. So, like, most of these adventurers, though, professional adventurers, like, they probably get deals here and there, but like, they're not getting paid. A, they're probably not getting paid a living wage. No, no. I'm thinking it's, it's a little bit like bounty hunting. Like, there's a couple guys that maybe make a lot of money, but the rest of the guys, you know, We're, you're getting a couple, um, you know, rewards here and there for finding things or saving people or whatever. But yeah, it's not a good living. Yeah, and if you have a secret identity, then you can't really get paid for it. Yeah, who do they make the check out to? Yeah. So Red Wolf? Can you imagine going into the bank? Just like <laughs> I would like to open up a bank account for Red Red Wolf. Do you have any identifications? Like mm, no. <laughs> if you have that a villain might get it. I, I should say I did meet a man once named Rocky Mountain, and that was his real his real parent given that's, name. See, that's believable just because I know what white people are like. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was from out west, so you know it was like okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna so I'm gonna bleep out the first name. Yeah, so he's a personal adventurer. 
Um, he has no criminal record. Nice. He used he used to go by Thomas Thunderhead, which is good move. <laughs> good move. Tall trees. Wait, did he used to go by Thomas Thunderhead in his short <laughs> porn career? Like, what is that kind of name? Uh, and he's from Wolf Point, Montana. Um, <laughs> so his so he's single. So, ladies, ladies, gentlemen, in between us. If you like uh, lean men who have hats that smell like dead wolves, you, we've got a guy for you. Um, He has a father who's also, who's Thomas. Tom, hmm? Tall trees. Hmm? Thomas Tall trees right. and Rebecca Tall trees. And he also had an uncle, William Tall trees. Oh, okay. The Tall trees, Tall tree family is uh, big in Montana. So he is part of the Rangers, and by the Rangers, I don't mean the football team or the Texas Rangers. I'm talking about the Texas Avenger team Rangers. What? I don't remember them. We'll talk about them at some other point. Let's just say that there's a person named Shooting Star, who is a lady (laughs) who shoots real good. There's a guy who is... Think called Texas Twister, who is oh. a guy with a really rad mustache who I remember has him. wind powers. Now, wait, and is that trucker the, guy part of this group? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I don't remember all of them. I just, I just remember the more current incarnation. I love it. Okay, okay, the but, Rangers. But yeah, he he did become part of that team, hmm. and he's he lives in the American Southwest. All right, in an undisclosed location because again, he is homeless. Yeah. So so there's two. There's Johnny Wakely, who I don't have that. Who's Johnny Wakely? Give me a moment. Johnny Wakely. So is he Red Wolf 1? He's Red Wolf 1. Okay. Red Wolf 1. So let let me tell you something. Um, If you put in Johnny Wakely, uh, just... Johnny Thunder comes up, and that's a DC character. Johnny Thunder. Johnny Alpha. Johnny Alpha shows up. And Johnny Joe Star. By the way, um, anime people out there, uh, Johnny, Johnny Joe Star, I don't, the only thing I know about him uh, is that he is uh, Kentucky born and raised <laughs> in Danville. Really? Yes. So we have a JoJo, we have a JoJo character to our name, which is another thing we could put on our very short list of things that are based here that's not racist. <laughs> very short list. It's posted on the outside of town. Yeah. So Johnny Wakely was in Marvel Spotlight number one. Okay. And Will Talltrees was in Avengers 80. Okay. Um, doo, 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 doo. The Coming of Red Wolf. In 1970. What exciting... What brings Red Wolf okay. to the Avengers? So, do you want to do... Do you want to do Cover Peace Theater? Cover Peace Theater. Okay. All right. Oh, the coming of Red Wolf. Look at. Wait a minute. We have a huge problem already, but we'll get to that well, in a well, moment. First off, yeah. first off, okay. Setting the scene. Night. Well, first off, night and a very bright, colorful building uh, lights in the background. Yeah. All like blue and red and stuff. Yeah. So Red Wolf is on. It looks like a scaffolding type thing. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but yeah, <laughs> scaffolding. And and we have Vision. 
uh, Iron Man, mm. uh, uh, Captain America, and Thor on the bottom. And uh, let's just uh, do this. Uh, you'll be you'll be Thor. Okay. I'll Verily. be Red Wolf. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <clears throat> now, Lobo, attack! Avengers, we have been deceived. Tis said a man and wolf do luck nearby, but I see them not. And of course, uh, okay, I'm sorry. Scene. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and um, of course, Thor is being just a gigantic dumbass and doesn't look behind he's look, him. He's a, looking in the wrong a, direction while they're being attacked by Lobo. And, 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 and the wolf is like screaming. Yes, the wolf is really screaming. Like it, it says arg out of the wolf's mouth. See, honestly, honestly, the only person who needs to worry is Captain America. And the person who seems more like panicked is Vision. Well, pan- panic. Vision looks panicked. Thor and Ca- and Iron Man are both looking in the wrong directions. Two separate directions, I might add. And Vision, yeah, is like. Holy crap, there's a big dog behind me. And everyone else seems pretty nonplussed. Like, and like, Cap is like the only one who could like actually get that bit. Is, well, no, through. it's armor, slightly, you know. Well, no, he has a chain, yeah. he has a chainmail shirt, his, but he has, but it's not, oh, doesn't extend oh, to his arms. Yeah, that's a problem. And he also has like tights on. It's just like, the he shirt. Has a chainmail shirt. Yeah, yeah, wolves are going to be a problem. It's not even chainmail, it's scale. Well, I, it's I'm going like to get to the biggest problem with this cover, Jesse. And um, it, Lobo, the wolf, is not red. He's pure white. That's an odd choice. Oh, this is also when uh, <laughs> Red Wolf apparently decides to fight them while the Zodiac, Zodiac. is in town. Um, which we will talk about. Uh, both versions, the alien version and the one that had uh, the LMD oh. clone of Nick Fury, yeah, who thought he was here, his huh? brother. Cool. Yeah. So, both the aliens and the one. So. Okay, Jesse, we need to stop talking about stuff other than Red, Red Wolf. Okay. Wolf. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so, among the okay. Cheyenne Indians of uh, mm-hmm. the American Plains was the widespread belief that the Oyo-yo-ata, the ah. wolf spirit. Wo- okay, sorry. I put a comma there instead of a sentence. There was a widespread belief in the wolf spirit. Full stop. This spirit was one of the Native American gods. Which ones? There's so many different beliefs. <laughs> no, they're all just Native okay. Americans. It's all just one thing, Jesse. Come on. Yeah. Did you go to school? It's almost as if we didn't force them all in one area, and then they had to yeah, pretty much yeah, homogenize force them into a monoculture that never really existed. Yeah, it's great. The spirit, one of the Native American gods, is an entity in the order of the Asgardian gods or the Olympians, but generally chooses to imbue his essence and attributes oh, okay. to a so human he's host. They're actually than dealing with a real god here in the Marvel comic sense of a term of the term. Cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Within the bloodline of a certain certain Cheyenne family, Owayota. No, no one's going to blame you for messing that up. Yeah, um, was chosen was chosen to manifest himself, creating a quasi-human, superhuman champion of the people. Oh, called so there the is Wolf. something supernatural here. 
Oh, okay. In the past. Okay, that was the, the traditional red the wolf. Past. Got it. This is the this is this is the this is the opposite okay. of the Phantom okay. Rider. So like the f- current version of it is right. mystical, but the past wasn't. Right. The past was yeah. Um Red how long the wolf spirit was manifesting himself in this way is un- not known, nor has he chosen nor why he chose this particular bloodline. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, Marvel. Let us let us know. You have no idea what's going on. All right. You could have just yeah, yeah. skipped here's over a, that. Here's what we don't know about Red Wolf, guys. <laughs> Let's waste some pages on that. You could have been like, "Hey, it happened," and we would have been like, cool. "In the entry to Thor, we're not sure of his opinion on Taylor Swift." <laughs> okay, thanks, Marvel. So the first Red Wolf was was said to have tamed the first horse. And driven its his people's enemies, such as the uh, the other the planes. I'm gonna just poke a hole. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna poke a hole in this. Horses weren't on North America until the that white is man. Very true. Them. So he could not have been the first uh, person to tame a horse. Because yeah, Genghis the, Khan would be like, because the horse. Genghis Khan would be like, uh, hello over here, and like. The first person to have a tamed horse in America was whoever the yeah, first hey, white guys, person with the horse this was. Yeah, ride it everywhere. And they just happened. They just happened to let enough go that they made yeah. that they got so wild. They had to wait for them to get wild and then okay. tame them again. Hmm. All right, I guess. Okay. Whatever you say, okay. Marvel. Okay. Yeah. And uh, driven the enemy's people, such as the Sioux. From the plains, so the Cyan, the three Indian Cheyenne. groups that only that uh, anybody knew back before any time was the Sioux, the Cheyenne, and the Navajo. Yep, uh, and remember that one like uh, song uh, about Cherokee. Uh, the, okay, the fourth, yeah, yeah Cherokee yeah. Do people. Do I know that song? That song is on <laughs> yeah. a uh, playlist yeah, yeah. I play all too often. Yes. <laughs> It's. I mean, it's Cherokee it's a banger of a song. Don't get me wrong. Sung by, sung by, sung by a fairly An extraordinarily white man. White man. Like, <laughs> like I'm just saying, like if you did like an arm test against him in a bag of flour <laughs> that was open, like you would not be it's able the, to tell it's who's for darker. people who are we're not not very ancient. Uh, just look up Paul Revere and the Raiders on Spotify. And listen to like their top songs. You're gonna be like, "What the hell? This was famous, famous." And yeah, they sang a song about the Cherokee people as a Cherokee person, even though he was not. Yeah, it's something. You're white, like you could you you literally ruled the world since you decided it's, it, to it, leave the Purple Crescent. Bleeding heart thing, you know. They they feel for the they feel for the others. They, so bad. They, they write some horrible song or some terrible book or character about them. There were hysterical, I mean, historical details as the young, full-blooded Cheyenne who, after his tribe men were massacred during, uh, by the U.S. Cavalry, was raised by a kindly white, kindly white couple who ah. named him John Lee Wakely. He became an orphan again when the... When Indians and right, you're reading. I'm just reading. I'm just reading the. I got it. I'm just reading. Okay, I'll 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 Uh, I'll not tell them about all the times that you edited out you saying engines. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it is it is the only way I refer to those people. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, um, no uh, when when Indians uh, decided to just, so first uh, white people killed his family, you know, just, and then Native American people the, killed the, his then adopted family. So yeah, that, that'll screw you yeah. up. Yeah, so he was pursued by renegade members of his own tribe, and he stumbled upon a burial ground mm. of the former Red Wolf, and was visited okay, by see, the Wolf Spirit. Spirit. Um, actually, very much like Phantom Rider. Again, except yes, this it's is the still opposite. in the past. It's the, the uh, yeah, yeah. So Phantom Rider just uh, found the grave of his great great granduncle, and he was just like, "Yo, I'm." I'm a ghost. You want to be a ghost? And and it's just like, no. Well, too bad you're going to be a ghost. And then he became one of the cooler, cooler yeah, characters yeah, I've no, talked about. Uh, Phantom Rider, the modern <laughs> Phantom Rider. I don't know any of the old stuff, but uh, modern Phantom Rider is cool. Um, <clears throat> it's part of like the Kid Colt Raw. Yeah, I really, I really only know that stuff something. from like Avengers Forever and like the few times there's been time travel and stuff. I have never read any of their original stuff. I I really, really, really want to get the essential mm-hmm. versions of it because I'm a sucker for wow, like westerns. And yeah, and I want to get the essential, like, because like apparently uh, they're actually pretty fun and some of them have like hmm. weird magic powers and stuff. And it's like cool. Comic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm down for it. Just saying, Marvel, maybe, you know, use some of your other properties for. You know, movie fodder, oh, and they could do it. They could say we're making a western, and they would just get done. Like they would, and it would be probably pretty good. Why not? Yeah, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't no, have to be tied to anything. I, I was you watching. Know, you can just what was I watching? Fact, yeah, Doctor Strange. I, it wasn't tied to anything. I was shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I mean, now, it's heavily now, tied into yeah. everything after 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 afterwards is heavily tied into but red wolf. again red, red wolf. wolf um uh yeah he became the latest incarnation the of the red wolf and later later ended by the lobo. wolf lobo who found who was found in the burial place as well so he's how why did he run away because he saw a big wolf so so lobo is not mystical either he's just a he's just a big just wolf. just 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 a wolf that was in a burial ground that i guess snuck up on him i don't know Huh. Or it was just like, or maybe, maybe it was like hiding behind something. It was just like, yo, what's up? <laughs> I'm a wolf. You have a wolf spirit. Let's yeah. go. I feel like we're, I feel like, we're, do you feel something here? Like we're vibing? Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. Come on. It's, it's like whatever, it's like whatever you like, you see a stray cat and it like rubs against you and you're just like, well, I guess you're mine now. <laughs> <laughs> you just take it forever. Yeah. Except that it's, except a wolf did that to a human and then the human was taken by the wolf. Oh, well, good for him. Yeah. I mean, and the wolf spirit. Yeah. Um, and then he eventually died. The wolf? Oh, or... I do not like, oh, I do not like this sentence. Oh, okay. I, I Now I must hear it. Okay. As Red Wolf, Wakely used his great skills and prowess he acquired from the wolf, uh, wolf spirit to bring peace between the white and red peoples. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, don't like that sentence. Eventually, eventually he was killed and they don't know why. He was just a just a dead boy at one point, and they're just like, "Whoa, look, a person died." Oh boy, yeah, that's uh, 
<laughs> Sorry, still getting over the. Uh, uh, that's see, see again. Like white liberals try their best, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they miss the point almost every single time. Uh, we had uh, we did a, a World War II story in the Pacific. Um, in my on my podcast, Interrupted Tales at interruptedtales.com, um, and wherever you get podcasts. Um, and we did a Japanese, and they were fighting the Japanese. And I had to uh, had to gently edit a few words referring to the Japanese gentleman. So oh. yeah, oh, these oh, these days. Uh, just, so because for some reason I just talk about my racist family every time you're on, but uh, <laughs> but uh, my my like my grandma was like extremely racist in every way you think someone was born in my great grandma I should say who was born in the 1920s. Mm. Um, now my grandfather, extremely, extremely progressive. Hmm, nice. Like really good. Like he, he did not mind that his grandchildren were brown. Nice. Um, uh, but, but he hated the Japanese. And that was, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, did he have a personal he, he reason? Find, yeah. He yeah, had yeah. a personal reason. He was kind of couldn't walk straight cause he got shot by Japanese children. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just... But it was real embarrassing when I brought some of my friends over. <laughs> like, real. Like, he he did not hold back. I'm just like, yo, I know you fought some real bad people over there. Yeah. But this kid had nothing to do with it. <laughs> why are you Why are you giving him side eyes? Oh, oh no. Like, that's funny. He's <laughs> like, just trying to figure out what ethnicity he exactly is. So if he, he needs to know no, if he needs he to hate he, him. He wasn't. The thing is, though, like he was only racist against Japanese people. Huh. Like if he found out there were anything else, he was just like, "Yeah, cool." Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. No, it was a real just weird spot on just laser focused racism. Hey, that generation knew how to hold a grudge, and, well, and uh, it worked for him. You know, I guess. Yeah, they they got a lot of power and yeah. were worse for it. Yeah. So, but but okay, sorry. It's um, awesome speak- though. Old old grandpa just racist against ones. And the thing is, group. also, he was way less sexist as well, oh. which is like my grandmother, my great grandmother was a, just a goddamn mess. Um, <laughs> uh, and I think the only reason she tolerated me is because I would have brought the I, I'm I am a man. Oh, so there's a certain respect. Yeah, I was just like, I may not like like your skin color, but you're you're a man, so you're above me. Oh my somehow. god. And oh my god! Oh, ooh, ooh, good ooh. lord! Ah <laughs> oh, man, I have so many stories about my racist family. <laughs> wow, wow! It's chilling every time I come. It's a little more chilling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can probably understand my kind of weird outlook on life. Doing great, Jesse. You don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Doing three hundred episodes on different Marvel characters that no one's ever seen or read about is totally normal. One hundred percent. I totally have not dedicated multiple multiple weeks on end of my life for this. Um, I mean, I could leave my house at some time. Yeah, no, maybe there are podcasts to be made. Damn it, that's quitter yeah. talk. Yeah, but okay. So during the later half of the twentieth century, another man assumed the mantle of Red Wolf. That's uh, good old Willie Talltrees. Willie. Um, he was the son of Thomas Talltrees, one of the Cheyenne tribal leaders. Uh-huh. Grew up on a reservation and heard tales of the Red Wolf from the spiritual leaders of the tribe. When he re- reached adulthood, he enlisted. He left to enlist in the army. 
and after serving his time, he became a construction worker in New York City. Wait, I think, I think I was, I think I read about him in a Punisher comic once. Was he in Vietnam? Does it say specifically, or just the uh, army? I think he was just in the army. I did, didn't say anything specific, but. Maybe I'm remembering I'll... incorrectly, but I, I swear, like, after this point, it would, would have been after the handbook, I think. Um, hmm, maybe not. Maybe it's just a different Native American character, but uh, in one of the flashback Punisher episodes. Um, it or... probably was Forge, if anyone, because he was definitely in Vietnam. Like, oh. it's one of his main things. Okay, yeah, maybe it's that. That's right, yeah. that's right. Huh. Yeah, that's what. That's, that's when how he, he lost uh, the leg, yeah. That's how he lost his leg and also be uh used his shamanic powers that basically calls like a calls like a mystical bomb strike on the Viet Cong. Life dream by, minus by, one. By like by like what was he do? what did he do? He he used like like when all of his fellow members of his battalion was killed, like he used their souls to do something. It was not sensitive. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but he left but when he returned home, he witnessed his father being intimidated into selling his property by a corrupt businessman, hmm. Cornelius Van Lunt. <laughs> sounds sounds like an up and up name to me. I'm gonna I want to do business with Cornelius Van Lunt. Yeah, uh, he that night he became the sole survivor of the massacre of his family at the hands of Van Lunt's henchmen. Oh, he I swore revenge. Hmm. And donned the ceremonial garb of the Red Wolf, kept by his tribe, uh, tribe's spiritual leaders, and performed the ritual dance once uh, witnessed in, in, as a youth. Um, he was visited by the wolf spirit uh -huh. and was imbued with his spiritual legacy. And part of that is dance. I like that. I guess. Yeah. yeah I mean, Jesse... To put in lose yourself to dance in this part <laughs> it's just the song that's been stuck in your head ever since you heard it so you might as well like the whole random access memory the the um that album from daft punk is like a real good album oh yeah yeah um but uh, we're not going to get into that, especially no. not the version where they just did uh, the system is down set to that song. It was a uh, random access for who guys and it matches and it's perfect and you should definitely listen to it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Look I not heard that mashup. Right. If you ever want to hear lose yourself to dance, but come on for who who guys say what not for who who guys Jesse also put that in I'm already horrified but I, that, that sounds awesome I like it everybody to the limit who is that it's to the limit everybody come on for who guys come on for who guys I see you jacking me trying to play like you know me Hope Star Runner has influenced ah. my life to the point that half of my vocabulary comes from it, and a lot of my references, reference points, is to that exact series. I make and my my like people who know me never get it, but I make Lemmy from Motorhead references only because of Strong Bad and um, in because he once referenced in one of his letters that he went out with Lemmy from Motorhead, and I'm just like I've always said it. 
it's stuck with me. I love it. Um, he then found a wolf cub who he then named Lobo. I wanted it to be a ghost. Yeah, I wanted it to be a ghost because he's so all much. white, and I, I wanted to. You know, if they're gonna go, it's just a wolf. Like, so he has to get a crate to travel around with the wolf. Like, it's not very yes. cool. And then he trained. Then he trained the the wolf puff to be his companion. <laughs> and then, uh, who wants walkies? Who wants walkies? Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? It's just not very superhero-y is all I'm saying. And then he's, you know, exacted vengeance after stalking Lunt back to New York. And then he went back to the Southwest and became a masked vigilante and a champion of freedom. Yeah. And you know what? There are some ethical issues to train a wolf to attack and attack people in general. Also, how do wolves attack? They, they bite. Yeah. How how do wolves taste things? They bite. They bite. Also, they're smart enough to know, hey, this gives me food if I bite it. And there's so many of them around just walking around. Yeah. Plus, this guy who keeps talking to me isn't even wearing a shirt. <laughs> but, but oh, so um, there were two specifically Red Wolf um, solo comics. Really? Wow. Yes, um, one running for nine issues. Hmm. Wish they gave him one more, but um, and that was in the seventy seventy two to seventy three. It was late seventy two, well mid seventy two. That was the uh, further coming of Red Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, or the um, the second yeah. coming of Red Wolf. <laughs> Come on, or the uh, a thunder of, uh, a thunder of war drums. What? That that's what that was called. The the uh the storyline, yeah, okay. yeah, that's what it's called. Right, and then there was another Red Wolf uh, comic that came out in 2016 after uh, after Secret Wars. Hmm. Uh, that was that had some pretty interesting art. I did not stick with it. Don't know why, but I might read it because the covers look amazing. And it's the same Red Wolf character, not like a new generation. Same Red Wolf. Well, it's the Red Wolf character that was brought back from the. Uh, Marvel 18 oh 18 something it was like a two issue run uh written by Jerry Duggan it was set in the west okay where and that's that's the version okay. that was brought so he was brought and in the time got it and he also he also fought with um Hawkeye during Occupy Avengers which was a very well-meaning comic <laughs> Not, not, I'm not saying it like it was oh, racist Occupy or anything. Avengers, like Occupy Wall Street. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that can't it was be very, good. Like, because it was trying to do like the whole like, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to actually do actual street level stuff, not fighting like crime and stuff, but like actual issues. And they tried, they tried so hard and got so not far. They just just hit a brick wall and yeah. just stopped going. I that there's. That's red flags all over the place. The title alone. You're like, they're not gonna land this. This is not gonna yeah. work. But but yeah. Um, so let's talk about his deets. Yeah, he's, details. He, he's six four. Oh, wow. Cauldron consider- of water. Considerably shorter than Red Ronin. <laughs> red Ronin is now the basis for all of the uh, scale in the Marvel universe. So he is one tenth uh no, not even one tenth. He would be like one fifth of a red ro- red uh, rodent 
Yeah. I like well, it. Well, technically one sixth. One sixth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Six. Yeah, yeah. Okay, one sixth yeah. of a red Ronin. So um, that's how many red wolves you would have to stack up <laughs> to equal <laughs> up to red Ronin. Um, six four. All right, I like that. Yeah, six four. Yeah. Um, he has he has black hair, black hair, black eyes. Yeah. Well, you know. And by black eyes, I mean not like you know he gets bunched wide. <laughs> like he just has like dark pupils, like my little like like I have, and my little sister doesn't. She has like really brilliantly brown eyes with gold flecks in it. And I'm just like, hey, why did you get the good genes, little sister, and don't take care of yourself? <laughs> Little more bitterness about about Jesse's family comes in harrowing a harrowing upbringing. Hey, I got the really good good hair that like goes long and you can do anything with it. It's nice and thick and just it, you can wear it long or curly, no matter like barely have to do anything to it. But no, I don't take care of it because I'm Alicia. <laughs> God. Ah. <laughs> uh. I, and, we and need... the bad thing is, the bad thing is, is her her son got it. And I'm just like, how about you not be cruel to me, genetic lottery? Why did I have to get the <laughs> nappy hair from my great grandmother? Why? Why did I have to get it? She's pecking with the good hair, and you're sitting there all nappy. That's sad. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and he weighs uh, 240 pounds, which I do not believe. Oh, he looks. I mean, he's ripped, but like, he I, looks no, no, lean. Two, like no, two hundred, no, two hundred. Yeah, I would believe. But two forty, exactly. No, he's lean. Like he's muscular, like, but lean. No, like if he had, if he had beefier legs, I would believe it. You know what it is. But Back does. then, they didn't know what tall guy. They're like, he's got to be, you know, because he's tall. They just, he's got to be huge. So I, I don't no, that, think they really understood. That one. That's someone who's like. Like someone who's six four and weighs about two hundred pounds, that's about what I would expect. Yeah, yeah, it's good, good muscles. Like, like little lean. Like even, even, yeah. even, even if, even if he wasn't like muscular, I would still believe that it would be someone who's like kind of skinny, even without the muscles. Yeah, I could see. So, it. as a person who's five six and weighs two hundred twenty pounds, I know how fat and muscles redistribute themselves yes yeah if i was six inches taller i would actually be kind of skinny we've all done the math i think i (laughs) I think i need to be about eight foot four yeah something like that (laughs) i'm not even that bad people are gonna think i'm like i can't leave i can't leave my house hold on i don't want people to think that Okay, but um, he's a person who engages in a lot of exercise. You can see it. Oh, he's got. He doesn't have. Yeah. An, he doesn't have an eight pack, but like enough that you wouldn't be able to lay on his belly and be comfortable. Well, this was seventies too. You know, this was like the Burt Reynolds years, and uh, you know, it, Charlton Charlton Heston was like a you know a sex symbol. Like they didn't have cut bods. I I want to go back in time when someone in my shape and a little bit of strength could be a sex symbol. Yeah, yeah, like a, like. I, yeah. Like how how dare these people who get paid millions of dollars <laughs> to just work out make the standard for just regular jokes for like me? How dare incredibly beautiful people get all the attention and set, and don't let you get anything? It's not Although fair. One, one of the things that I do really like, though, and I know this is about to be an hour long episode about Red Wolf, where we talk twenty minutes about Red but, Wolf, but um. Uh, Dennis, not Dennis. Um, Glint, no. That guy who plays Mac on um, 
oh. on uh, on, on it's always sunny. It's always sunny. Um, so like in the in the new Dennis, season, yeah. yeah oh no, right, he's the guy dead. Plays Matt. They or he finally no, but, came out. Right. Yeah, but like he, but in this season, like instead of being like you know kind of just like hey, I work out sometimes, he's incredibly in shape. Oh really? And a lot of people were just kind of mentioning it, be like, hey, you did really great and everything. And he released like an Instagram photo of him as Fat Mac. Yeah, I love Fat Mac. And by, and by Fat Mac, I mean uh, he was cultivating mass. So I love that become- so much. It's time to. It's, what is what is Dennis saying? Sometimes like it's time to. Oh, it's time to farm that or something like that. Like cultivating mass. <laughs> but but like, it went from him cultivating mask <laughs> by by dragging around a trash bag filled with <laughs> burritos. No, it was empanadas oh, specifically. Yeah, <laughs> but but he's incredibly in shape. And That's he posts awesome. a picture of him as Fat Mac and him now. It's just like, yeah, it's easy. You just have to be paid millions yeah. of dollars for six months to work out. Yeah. I mean, look 10 at, hours a day and barely eat. And yeah, it, it's the Chris Pratt thing. You know, it's if you, you, you basically come very close to killing yourself and uh, you look amazing. And, and even and even Chris Pratt was just like, I may have taken a little bit of steroids to keep up. Oh, they're all taking human growth hormones. Absolutely. Yeah, no. oh. And like, it's just like, no, it's a really impossible standard, which I wish I could look like. <laughs> it's an impossible standard we all want to reach. <sighs> but whatever. Um, I he's a guy who fights with a pole staff. Like, <laughs> like there's nothing more. He has a wolf that is red in this picture, but white on the. Why does he have a red wolf in this picture? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's white on the cover. <laughs> I why does see? Well, the red wolf fits better. Okay, no, it needs to be white because it's a ghost. But it's just called Lobo. It's not called but Ghost or something. Ghost. It could be. Guess what? You could name a ghost anything. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> not That's every true. Ghost, not I, every ghost is called ghost. I was briefly haunted by a ghost named Jeffrey Nussbaum, and it it wasn't very scary, but you know, it was uh, he was nice. He was nice. So so I'm gonna just do you threw in you already threw in a stealth plug in in the middle. Um, <laughs> this is this is an hour long recording about a pod, about a character who deserves maybe twenty. This so. this character is important, Jesse. It's important. Do you know why he's important? Because I'm on this episode and I cannot be stopped. By the way, I want to just announce this. I don't like talking about numbers, but right now the Plant Man episode, the one where we're incredibly salty and trying to just Plant get through Man. it, is the most downloaded episode <laughs> I have ever of this podcast. Oh, it warms my heart that both I was on that and it was Plant Man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I have like before that it was Mantis, Mantis, and I don't know, but whatever. I'm not gonna. We're the, done. The, we're done with the this episode. Celestial Madonna. We're not talking about my plugs. Wait, we're gonna talk about Mantis for another hour, right? No, I'm not talking about oh, John. Burns hold on, hold on, hold fantasy. on. Let's talk a little bit about X Man. See, his name is Nate Gray, and <laughs> he is the alternate universe uh, grown clone. Well, not really clone. He's he's, no, no. Okay, he's genetically. I don't want to correct you on this because I know what it means. I know it is. We're ending. We're ending this episode now. Oh. Okay, well, to everyone, tune in to my X-Man podcast, uh, X-Manon, 
And uh, yeah, we oh, no, no, we agreed. It's excising the memory oh, of X Men. Excising X Men. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, bye. Bye. bye.